Hello, this is Canary in a Coal Mine, and I'm Jay Henry, the writer, director, and voice of Canary P.I. We are late. Uh, you know, life life gets in the way. It is August 18th as of recording this, and uh, in this episode, we will be discussing the Disorder in the Order episode, and we will be joined by Frank Guglielmelli, who plays the old heartless curmudgeon, Fergus. Let me explain for a moment why this episode is a little bit late. Frank tested positive for COVID, but he insists he feels fine and he isn't show, showing symptoms, so everything's okay. And his partner also had surgery recently, and uh, he's been helping taking care of them. And there's re- renovations going on at his place, so let's all give him and his family some good vibes. And uh, glad we can make this happen and get him in this episode. So uh, this might be a little bit long-winded, but this story is kind of involved, so let's uh, get to the summary here. So the episode starts right off the bat, in the future, this is like the end of the story, revealing that the head admin of an orphanage was shot and killed, punctuated with a who-done-it. And uh, so we go back to Canary's present time, which is the beginning of the episode. So back in Canary's present time, the head caretaker, Florence Emerson, claims there's there's hooded ghouls walking in the halls at night. Afraid something will happen to the children, she hires Canary to, you know, check it out. And it is there that we are introduced to Fergus, who was overly strict and rotten towards the children and everyone around him. So this basically gives motive to everyone who works there. So who murders Fergus? What is the deal with these hooded creeps? Are they even real? Or is it a red herring that I came up with? Well, no, they're real all right. Canary is abruptly jumped from behind and a hood is placed over his face and is choked unconscious. Uh, He awakes and is revealed that the staff is part of a cult-like tribe called The Order, who try their best to do good around the world. So Fergus was stealing money from the state, uh, and it was supposed to go towards the kids, but he was, you know, putting it in his bank accounts, so he was stealing from children. What a jerk. And this whole thing was kind of a test to get Canary to join. Like, they could have took care of this, but they got Canary involved because... They like the way he handles himself, like it says in the story. So they want him. They think he's a great candidate for the order. But Canary ultimately declines. It is revealed that the gunshot that opens the episode wasn't used to kill Fergus. He was actually alive, but it was shot out the window to alert police. He wakes up with evidence of his wrongdoings in a book in front of him, and uh, he begs to be taken away. He'd rather deal with the police than, you know, what the crazy shadowy cult could do to him. So the cast in this one is me, Jay Henry, as Canary P.I., Rebecca H. as Florence the Caretaker and Willie the Troubled Youth, Julian Gilas as Elmer the Groundkeeper, Frank Guglielmelli as Fergus the Administrator, Alex Tong as Chef Maggie, Jackson Tyler Lee as Dr. Hugh, and Jenny Dyer as Canary's mother for the second time, I believe. So this was our holiday special, and it came out in mid-December. I included it in season one, but it was written and produced separately from the first four block of stories. This was meant to be sort of a victory lap for achieving to even complete those first four episodes. And I wanted everyone to be in it. So there was eight characters and seven voice actors, and we just did this recently with, uh, with Dog Island. I remember we were under a deadline, and I had three weeks to write it so we can get it out in time for the for Christmas holiday. When I wrote it, I was careful not to make it too Christmassy. Uh, I was afraid it would be annoying to listen to out of season, so I tried not to, you know, pour it on too thick. But the Christmas spirit is definitely represented there, and it was kind of a hard balance to achieve. So the episode was a culmination of what I learned from making those first four stories, 
back to back. I feel like I made great strides figuring out what works, what doesn't work, with with everything, with dialogue, with editing, and uh, I believe it shows and I think it's a, a tighter story compared to the first ones. Lots of voice, lots of movement in the story, lots of characters being introduced. So the starting point of the story when I was writing it was, uh, so I wanted to do a secret society slash cult terrorizing an orphanage. But there was this old secret society from the 1800s called the Independent Order of Oddfellows who basically uh, specialized in doing charity. So I thought, let's have this cult-like secret society, make them seem evil, but the twist will be they exist to do good in secret. They don't want any accolades, they just, just doing the act of good is tantamount. But they do get kind of creepy by alluding to that they're all over the world trying to steer things. But you know, I love that, that's good stuff. Great forces having secret wars, steering the fate of the world, mahahaha. So let me try to explain another origin of this. I'm not sure if I'll include this, I'll have to see if it sounds silly when I listen to it back. So I used to be involved with these movie servers on Discord where you counted down and, and you hit play in the movies and you just like chat during it. Around Christmas time I thought it would be fun to make a, a pretend Christmas cult and make people PM me and go through a quote unquote ritual which was a pre-written script that I would copy and paste and it would be questions like Do you believe in the values of Santa Claus? Yes or no? You know, blah blah blah. Stuff like that. Silly stuff. But I wrote a little bit of creepy lore to go along with it and it was a big hit. People enjoyed it. At the end of the ritual, I would say the order is deliberating whether or not they will be accepted or not. Spoiler, everyone was accepted. And then you'd have to put this cryptic tag at the end of your screen name which would feed people asking you know, what is that? And they'd be like, you have to go, you have to go through the ritual to find out. Message J. Henry. I don't want to say the name of it because I might write a story that goes more in depth with it. <laughs> it was just a fun, silly little thing that came out of nowhere. Uh, so this episode was kind of a nod to that weird Discord thing. So I had this cult idea and sometimes I will, I will uh, you know, throw it out what I'm thinking and have little brainstorming sessions to see you know, if any of my ideas are any good, you know, because you, you get in your head, you doubt yourself. We have a little group on Discord, and I think it was Becca who was like, why don't you make it a whodunit type mystery? And I was like, that's perfect, that fits, that fits right in with the vibe, and that's what it became. And that was great, that was like the last missing piece. So at this point, let's turn over to Frank. Frank Guglielmelli, you're on! Hello, Jay, hello everybody, and welcome to our little chat about Disorder in the Order, one of our audio dramas for Canary P.I. And as usual, Mr. Canary himself, Jay Henry, did a wonderful job with these stories. I don't know, again, I don't know where some of these stories just come to him. And once, once I read them and put them all together, I, I just sit back and think, where did that come from? It's just... <laughs> anyway, and also, I love to... The buckets. I love Beckett's buckets. And I like the fact that it's got an ergonomic grip. It made me think of these um these things on TV where they, you know, they do these half hours and they talk about buckets. But when I heard the thing about an ergonomic grip, it just made me but anyway. So who killed the admin? Hmm, that's what we have to find out. There was no gun, no struggle. But we did have a good cast to help us find out who it was. Rebecca, as Florence, was just wonderful. Julian Gilas, uh, he just, it, it was not, how can I explain it? 
it was just way different from him. When when I heard that voice, and, and I had to look to make sure that it was Julian, it was just so different. Really well done. Alex was great. Jenny, as your mother, was great. It was great. It had a little bit of Christmas, had a little bit of Halloween. We had ghosts. We, we had creepy guys with hoods. <laughs> we had discipline and structure, which is what I was always taught as a teacher. Discipline and structure. We need discipline and structure before we can teach these children. And at one point, I was waiting for the line where it's, <laughs> Come here, little boy. I have candy. But I didn't want to add that without without Canary letting letting me know because I think that would have gone a little bit too far. But it would have been great. Um, once again, a- another great story. They they keep getting better and better. That I think is the is is due to Canary, actually Jay Henry. Also, as a group, we've sort of worked together more. We sort of blend together more. We sort of. Uh, know each other's way of speaking and it again it sounds like we're sitting in the same room and that's the whole idea I think behind these things the music that that um, Jay comes up with is really good the dialogue is great the the, the narration is good these stories should be I mean thousands of people should be listening to them they're that good and what we got to do is work on getting things out there because once people hear us they're going to appreciate us and they're going to want they're going to want to hear more and we got more coming because i know canary and i know he's got some good stuff up his sleeves i don't know what the next one is going to be because it's not written yet but i'm looking forward to it already thank you guys for listening be in touch if you need to get in touch with me for any reason. It's G-U-G-I-E 806 at gmail.com. Check out my stuff on SoundCloud. Check out everybody's stuff on SoundCloud. Because everybody on this cast is doing a great job. Take care, everybody. And we'll see you in the next episode. Wow, thank you so much, Frank. That was uh, really high praise. I was smiling all through that. And thank you for doing this with uh, everything that's going on in your life. Uh, I also want to mention Jackson Lee for doing a fantastic job as Dr. Hugh, too. And on that note, check out Jenny Dyer's portfolio. Uh, I think Becca might still be on Fiverr. Check her out. Check us out on Twitter at RPCanaryPI. This has been Canary Nicole Mine, the disorder in the order, order, order. All right, I think that was long enough. Later. Later.